Buildings don't rape people. Buildings don't rape people. Buildings don't rape people. Buildings don't rape people. This episode of All Downhill Rear sponsored by Jim's Liquors. Jim's Liquors. Nobody liquors you quicker. Nobody liquors you quicker. Jim's Liquors. Oh my god, I'm so lonely. <laughs> hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of All Downhill From Here. I am Tom Caps. I'm Phil Russell. I'm Michael Mercadante. What's up? Uh, today's episode, as you heard, is sponsored by Jim's Liquors. Nobody liquors you quicker than Jim's Liquors. Uh, I'm just going to leave that out there. I don't want to tell a story. You don't want to tell a story? No, nah, not at all. No. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a fun story. <laughs> Let's just let that exist. Um, Last week, Phil wasn't here. He was dying slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had Charlie on. He told some ghost stories. This week, we're going to do something a little little different, a little weird. Uh, Phil came up with this, so I'm going to let him explain it. Oh, boy. It's hard to explain. <laughs> tried to explain to a few people this week, and they're always like, ooh, at first. Ooh? So, <laughs> do you only explain it to Tim Allen on Home Improvement? <laughs> yes, exclusively. <laughs> he forgets every single time, so i got to keep retelling him. I just want to hear that noise. It's the perfect, it's the perfect way to get it. <laughs> okay, so we wrote a story, um, but we wrote it in a special way. We actually wrote it in an email chain, which we screwed up multiple times, which oh, yeah. I'll explain to you. Um, but we wrote it in an email chain, and uh, just for example's sake, let's say I wrote the first sentence of a story, and then I would send that to Merck. Then Merck would see my sentence and write the second sentence and send his sentence to Tom. But Tom can't see what I wrote. So we continued doing that, and we each wrote one sentence, but we can each only see two-thirds of the story. Because right. I can never see what Merck wrote, Merck can never see what Tom wrote, and Tom can never see what I wrote. Exactly. And Phil constantly dogged everything I wrote, so... <laughs> uh, I mean, and I have to left a lot. We're gonna, this is going to be interesting. We each know two-thirds of this. Uh, this will be the first time that we've heard the entire story <laughs> along with you so we don't exactly know we sort of know what happened we do know that it's a masterpiece and it's probably going to oh, get adapted into a feature film absolutely just it's, saying it's definitely close it should be at least animated yeah so Merck started um he wrote the first sentence of the story and we just kept going and we'll see what the heck this thing is oh boy <laughs> okay. so wait it goes it goes you me Merck, tom right yep. yeah okay. i always sent it to you and then you sent it to tom and he sent it back to me okay Okay, so here we go. The jug was filled to the brim with hydrofluoric acid, stained red, bubbling and sizzling after we dropped Kenny in. We hoped to stop him from falling, but that by the time we arrived, it was too late. His mangled body was sprawled out on the sidewalk, alone in the night. (laughs) I had never seen a dead body before. Really made my tip dripping wet. (laughs) (laughs) shit. I ran to the edge and imagined what it would be like if I was naked inside the vat of liquid, but quickly shook my head, perishing both my thought and erection. A soft pat on my shoulder brought me back to reality, and also brought back my erection. Fear has always made me hard. I didn't, care. I didn't care that Karen was watching or that we murdered her brother. It was too hard not to do something with it, so I took it out and started pounding as fast as I could. Suddenly, a man with a machete came out from behind a pile of rubble and started running at me, swinging the knife wildly with every step. Give me that giblets! What the fuck? He said as he reached for my belt loop. 
<laughs> he chopped my dick off with one fatal swing and I instantly blacked out. I woke up at the zoo. Dickless and covered in <laughs> Oh my god, it's so much funnier now that I know what Phil sent you to. The zoo? Amazing. I, I, woke thought, I thought he was in a warehouse or something. I woke up at the zoo dickless and covered in honey. I didn't see any reason to live anymore. Obviously, I opted out of suicide, but I found the next best thing. <laughs> In that moment, I decided to live my life as a human candy cane. What? <laughs> and I hate candy canes. I got a hold of a bunch of the hooked suckers, licked them, and stuck them all over my body. Oh. <laughs> I, this is ridiculous next I constructed a catapult from the finest elk hair and old garbage filled kid trading cards and proceeded to the church what? <laughs> I wasn't planning on burning this building down but I knew there were kids inside <laughs> I swallowed my pride lit a match and watched the flame flicker for a moment before letting it drop as it made contact with the floor, a door creaked open. And out stepped Jebediah Grissom, tall, black, and ready to rumble. <laughs> Jeb was my arch nemesis from grade school. Oh boy. I, I hate Jeb, and yet I owe him everything. He didn't have a choice, he's my biological father. <laughs> I looked at him and told him what I'd been waiting to say for 14 long years. Those were my Slim Jims. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so I didn't know that that was gonna happen, so I said this. She said from down the hall as she fiddled with loose change in her pockets. I, I fixed it though. I have so much loose change that I can buy all the Rachel Ray magazines that I want. <gasps> what was that noise? <laughs> I had completely forgotten that I lit the building on fire. It was their screams coming from inside that reminded me. A piece of tile landed on the floor next to me. The building's ceiling had begun to collapse. Now this is where I totally fucked up continuity-wise, but my erection returned, but only for a moment. You think you it's not possible. I was dickless. It was a ghost erection. <laughs> I'd heard of phantom pain before, but I never thought I'd have this now unscratchable itch again. <laughs> I thought drinking the lotion would soothe my agony. But my day became much worse when the bloody diarrhea started. <laughs> it kept coming out, bucket after bucket, and I hadn't even eaten anything in two days. <laughs> when all the buckets were full, I headed into town with the intent of selling each one to the highest <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. They would never even know that each one was full of pieces of Karen's dead brother, Kenny. <laughs> so he ate them? <laughs> He must have eaten them. <laughs> Part of me was disgusted by the idea, but as I watched one get eaten, I felt a flood of relief wash over me. This would be my legacy. I thought you were still talking about the candy cake. Oh boy. This would be my legacy. That's amazing. Uh, I wanted to go out exactly how I came in, a naked, gutless turd. We're all really just Mother Nature's excrement in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> I suddenly craved sour skittles. 
without fail, every time I smell a gnarly fart, I have a craving for something sour. I've been craving Lemonhead for about three hours now. I never told anyone this, but they remind me of my mother. <laughs> and Jimmy Jones, who fucked my mother. <laughs> but that wasn't really much of a surprise. She got around. I fantasized about who my father might be and if he would be disappointed in who I have become. I don't know why, but in that moment I could not remember that my real father was Jebediah Grissom. <laughs> Perhaps I was having an out-of-body experience until a sharp pain in my head snapped me back to reality. <laughs> flip! Flap! Someone yelled in the distance. <laughs> and then twirling through the bushes came a black flip-flop. Smack! Right into all that had remained of my nuts. I realized that I may not find sustenance for a while, and thanks to my fashion designer background, knew that this particular flip-flop was made out of edible cowhide, so I decided to bring it with me for later. Going over a bridge, I stubbed my toe. I tripped and fell right into Hector's fist. Yeah, he fisted me. Ah, fisting. <laughs> or as I called it, America's pastime. <laughs> the rest of the established squad looked at me differently after that. I began reminiscing about my days at the fashion factory and took a bite of flip-flop. Joe Mantha was both the most <laughs> beautiful and the most hideous woman I had ever laid eyes on. She wore snakeskin boots and her pubic hair was so thick it covered the rest of her body like a twine dress. <laughs> I found myself strangely attracted to her incredible uniqueness. <laughs> Maybe it was the noxious fumes from the chemicals used to dye the various fabrics. Maybe it was the fact that I had never seen a woman other than my mother up close before. But I knew that one day I would make Jomantha my bride. I just had to get a divorce from Tumaras Blubera first. <laughs> <laughs> I was always attracted to older women, and Tumara was one fine milf, milf when I fell for her. Oh, but boy. she was long past her prime, covered in boils, and probably knocking on death's door anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think anyone would miss her, but I was wrong. That's when Jebediah Grissom, that rotten old bastard, came charging at me with his switchblade comb drawn. I knew I only had two options, but each was risky. Option one was cleaner, but option two would be more fun, and if I'm gonna go down, it might, I might as well enjoy it. As I walked towards my inevitable fate, I remembered what kept me going all these years. Would my long search for the perfect mac and cheese recipe ever come to an end? <laughs> Just as I had given up hope, I heard the faint clamoring of sleigh bells in the distance. It couldn't be, but there he was. Old Saint Nick with a 50 cal pointed right at my ex-wife, Tamaris Blubera. I looked the bearded bastard straight in his cold, emotionless eyes. He belched loudly, and the smell almost rendered me unconscious, but I muscled through it. But I ended up straining myself, and I shit my pants. <laughs> I attempted to waddle away like a duck that had just come out of a swamp. The ground was soft. So was I. <laughs> but only for a moment. Then the nub where my dick used to be grew three sizes too tall. Santa took a step towards me and cocked his gun with a giant click. I deserved this. It was finally time to face the music. The end was near. I closed my eyes, and he pulled the trigger, but instead of gunshot, I heard a strange viscous liquid squeeze out of the gun. It was the same liquid from the vet. I drank the whole thing, hoping to finally die. <laughs> I finished the last gulp, but I had one final trick up my sleeve, a kamikaze of sorts. I found the sleigh and took the reins. 
Sorry, Santa. This ice town ain't big enough for two candy cane dicked grease monkeys. <laughs> I yelled, confident that I could do the thing that I was about to do. I began my descent, the target in clear sight. I lost control and the sleigh caught fire. I could feel my skin beginning to boil and melt. I don't remember how I got in Santa's sleigh. It must have happened sometime after I shit my pants. <laughs> it wasn't the first time I shit my pants, and I'm pretty sure it was about to again. <laughs> yup, for the second time today, I shit my pants. That's right, I shit my <laughs> pants in the sleigh after shitting my pants while not in the sleigh. My pants were completely filled with so much shit that it was dripping into my shoes. <laughs> While it smelled horrific, the warmth was comforting. Oh boy. My lungs filled with smoke and I felt them begin to collapse inside my chest. The sleigh crashed, landing in a river. The water was cold. Dogger. Good thing I was covered in my own fecal matter. <laughs> my, uh, my lungs began to fill with water and the end was so near I could taste it. Santa floated past me, his corpse silently gliding into the depths. <laughs> He's dead! <laughs> Cold dead eyes looked into the depths of my soul. I wanted to scream, but he grabbed my throat and spit in my mouth. It was acid. Ew, icky, I would never. <laughs> Even if my phantom dick, which has been haunting me like Casper wanted to. All I wanted to do was come, but I never would again, so I gave up and died finally. I woke up, reborn again as a baby, but to my disbelief and horror remembered every moment of my past life, and even worse, I came into this world without a dick. <laughs> Someone resembling my mother picked up my newly born dickless body. <laughs> That's my son! That's my boy! <laughs> the man was prancing and dancing around the hospital room while he screeched with joy, moving so quickly I couldn't quite make out his face. I couldn't make out his face but I would recognize that prancing anywhere. It was Warren Perry Dower, my stepfather. The bastard that beat me senseless as a child in my past life was now my biological father? <laughs> I could still feel every punch, and now I was supposed to call this man dad? I guess I'm alive again. <laughs> Fuck you, fake dad. If only I could have reached the surgery equipment, I could have stabbed myself and ended this sloppy second's existence before it really began. Unfortunately, like all babies, I was useless. <laughs> I rolled onto my back in my crib and threw up in my mouth, killing myself. My, my new dad ran into the room and dropped to his knees and screamed in terror. The hills are alive with the sound of music. <laughs> he screamed. <laughs> a girl appeared and crushed the baby's head just to be sure. A dog burst through the door and began eating the brain flesh. The brains didn't satisfy the dog's appetite. But Karen's juicy looking leg did the trick. Chomp! I quickly ate the baby, gaining all its sensibility, even its bizarre memories. But I was still a dog, and all I could do was bark and wag my tail. <laughs> I, bar <laughs> I barked as my doggy dick grew three sizes too large for my little doggy body. I wanted to bone everything in sight. So I did, starting with the leg of the chair next to me. The human's memories occasionally bled in, but they were drowned out by my other desires. Woof! Woof! I heard, smelled, and sensed fear coming from outside the room. For some reason, I got an erection. And a violent craving for candy canes. 
I got a hold of some of the hooked suckers, licked them, and rolled on top of some until they were stuck to my furry body. I was never a religious dog, but I was compelled to head to the nearest church. I ran up the steps of the church as fast as I could. Uh... Then I sat there for what seemed like eons, waiting for a creature with opposable th thumbs to open the door for me so I could enter. It felt as if hours had passed and I began to give up hope. Woof! 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 It was time. A wave of excitement washed over me, and I peed a little. My pee was acid and immediately burnt off my back right leg and my little doggy dick. I looked at the stub where my leg used to be and saw mechanical parts. I'm a robot dog? While most of me was robotic, my dick was all dog. <laughs> I couldn't understand anything anymore. My vision began to blur. I closed my eyes and was introduced to a world entirely of ones and zeros that I felt I could nearly understand. I had become one. I had to become the one. <laughs> but the power was too much to handle. I could feel my asshole tearing up my body. Electricity pulsed through me and I suddenly understood the mysteries of the entire galactic universe, or maybe just the internet? It was beautiful. It was pointless. And then it was over. The end? <laughs> Alright, that made some sense. Yeah. yeah that I wasn't think too bad. There was a couple things that didn't make sense. At all. Sure. As, <laughs> as you would. A couple uh, of plot holes. A couple of plot holes. A couple of plot holes. Mostly dick-related plot holes. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of fun, though. I thought we saved most of them pretty well. Yeah. When we knew somebody else messed up. I knew I messed up at one point and just, like, really wanted that callback. I wasn't sure. But the Santa sleigh part, I screwed up because I didn't... I never knew that we were in a sleigh and then all of a sudden we were just in one. And I was like, did someone screw up? So I was like, I couldn't remember getting into the sleigh. Ugh. <laughs> oh. That was interesting. Yeah, I like that. I'd do that. it again. That was fun. Yeah, I would do it again. That was fun. Maybe, cool. Not like next episode. But... No, no. Maybe do like one a month if that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, cool. Next week we'll talk about being adults because we'll be moving Tom Caps into his new apartment. Ooh. That's true. That's true. It's scary. <laughs> so real. I have less money now. Like, it's weird. You, it's like, I'm doing all this adult shit. And it's like, oh, wait, but I'm poorer than I ever was. <laughs> they just take all your money now. So less um, of those uh, pop figures. No, I mean, that's what credit cards are for. I mean, I'm not going to pay my taxes anymore. So I get it. I get yeah. some money. Can you use Venmo to pay rent? You know, I'm going to find out. Uh, <laughs> probably, definitely not. <laughs> but anyway, that's, uh, that's all downhill from here for this week. Uh, as always, I'm Tom Caps. I'm Phil Russell. And I'm Michael Mercadante. You can check out this show and all the other stuff we do on ThursdayShoots.com. And you can follow Thursday Shoots on all your preferred social media platforms. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's it, right? We have a Tumblr. We make a Tumblr. No, we don't have a Tumblr. No, okay, so Tumblr don't, sucks. Don't fuck, fuck Tumblr. You say Twitter? We got Twitter. Tw we got Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. all you need. Yeah. Tumblr's for hippies. Ooh. Is it though? <laughs> no, it's for hipsters. Hippies have, did hip, hippies have Tumblr? I don't know. I think hipsters, I meant to say hipsters. All hippies our just Tumblr came out. listeners are done now. They're like. <laughs> <laughs>
What yeah. Tumblr? What listeners? Dude, yeah. we get, we listeners? get mad, mad gifts. They just go off. Popping up the gifts? Yeah. It would be amazing if someone like listened to this and made gifts out of... And cared that much about <laughs> yeah, it. that would be so great. There's yeah. a little down from here, downhill from your Tumblr that we, that don't, we know don't know about. about. We're yeah. looking for a super fan. Tweet I, I also us. don't really know how Tumblr works. People have tried to roll me into it over the I'm years. I'm pretty but... sure you just like share gifts. You share stuff movies. that other like people made, right? Yeah, it's you like sh- a journal. I don't know. I've interest. It's like live journal. Some people, I think, I feel like most people just use it to share things that other people have made. Like, they don't share their own stuff most of the time. That's most social media. That's true, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's all Instagram is, right? You're just regramming. Yeah. Well, no, you share share all your pictures of, like, your... Yeah, people take pictures and post them on Instagram. I think that's the primary function. And your Tom Capses, all your Tom Capses that you take you pictures of. Gotta, I have no respect for tumblers. <laughs> there you have it. That's, that's, that's Phil, it. Phil Russell's platform is getting, if you use Tumblr, you can get out of this country. There's also a very good chance that by the next time uh, we record this show, we won't have a country. So uh, if this is our last episode, I hope you enjoyed us talking about dog dicks. And if not, whatever. Uh <laughs> Like I said, go to ThursdayShoots.com. This has been all downhill from here. And uh, new episode when we feel like it. Peace!